the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. We hope you enjoyed the news story uh, that we just did on the uh, Golden State Killer, which is an incredible story. Uh, Not being from California, I don't remember uh, the Golden State Killer. I just remember there was a time period. I remember growing up with Ted Bundy. And uh, he was, I think he was in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, and we had the Green River Killer. There was just like these serial killers that were all happening, it seemingly, in the 70s. And I remember kind of being young and jumping out of the bushes to my sisters and going, it's Ted! <laughs> uh, <and laughs> that's, that's so sadistic. Oh my gosh, they were sadistic to me, so don't even start. I was a younger brother, so they beat the snot out of me all the time until I got big enough. <laughs> uh, the first thing I did was run out and go, it's Ted! Then I ran for my life. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, really just an amazing story. And the guy goes back and just lives his life. The question is, did he believe he was going to get away with it? Oh, well, he got away with it for over 30 years. I know. 30 years. Uh, he stopped killing in 1986, although they are now looking back and trying to tie other unsolved murders to him, so we may have a, an increased num- uh, number of deaths murders. pretty soon. Yeah, because he, he, he kept changing his M.O. He was smart. He was a cop. He was a cop, so he knew, he knew how to do this. Um, what was interesting was uh, the way they found him is insane. They, this is only the second time it's ever happened where they've done this. They went, they had DNA uh, from the deaths, and they went to a public DNA site. So they have this site, which I would describe kind of like a social media of DNA. And the idea is that you put... Uh, it's not like 23andMe. No, well, no, it's kind of, no, it's kind of related. But if you put your DNA in there, you can uh, look for relatives. It's sort of genealogy, sort of social network in a way, because you can search DNA patterns to find relatives you didn't know you had. Which is an it's an interesting How site. How do you even and, put your DNA? I, I'm sorry, but yeah. I'm I mean I, I am I remember when the the evidence with O.J. Simpson, which was DNA, yeah. wasn't good enough. People were like, I don't understand. So I'm beyond that. Mm-hmm. But do you do you go to like 23andMe, get your DNA, and then and, and upload then it? Upload that. That's and how then, I would assume. I've never done the 23andMe thing. Does it sort and categorize and say, hey, these people are like your? Your, yeah, like it's going to give DNA? you links, right? So you can find, for example, a, a distant relative that you didn't know that you had. Wow. In this particular case, that's kind of what happened, is they went on to this free searchable site. They created a profile with this DNA profile and searched for similar DNA. What they found was not the killer who was dumb enough to put his own DNA on a public website. That's not what happened. They found a distant relative of the killer. And from there, they were able to build out, I think it was 28 different family trees going back to the early 1800s and sort through all of them until they were able to lock down on this guy. Don't you love the fact that somebody thought to do this? And soon it will be done by artificial intelligence. Yeah. I mean, soon an artificial intelligence, you know, machine learning will just go, oh, well, we can find him this way. And it'll just, it'll do it in minutes. I mean, really, this is like, it's a weird idea, but at some point, it's almost like there will be, I don't want to say no crime, but no unsolved crime. Well, it's, it's, this is, I think, as important as uh, the fingerprint. Yeah, it's that. It's, I mean, you, you got to remember, people thought at the beginning, they were like, what do you mean a fingerprints? He's leaving his fingerprints. And in the 1800s, that and blood types, those weren't used. 
And so you couldn't solve anything. And when somebody finally thought fingerprints, let's look for fingerprints. They didn't have a they didn't have a record. They didn't have all the fingerprints. They started saving fingerprints. And that's how they started connecting things. This is the next step. But this is way ahead of fingerprints because DNA, you leave DNA all over when you commit a crime. (laughs) It's very difficult to not do that. And so, you know, you think about. A, how amazing it is that they can solve this. And this is a great use. And we can all be really excited about the idea that they were able to capture this guy through amazing means using genealogists and all sorts of different uh, ways to go. The other side of it, though, is we are entering a phase in which you no longer control uh, your own data, your own DNA, because it wasn't this guy who uploaded his own DNA. It was some relative he probably had never met in his life. And yet they were able to find him because of that. Now, in a crime, it's great, right? This It worked really well, and they used totally, these are totally legal means. But, you know, we all think like we can control our, our data by saying, well, I'm not going to agree to that agreement. I'm not going to sign up to Facebook. I'm not going to sign up to Twitter. Uh, well, we're getting to a point where that doesn't matter. Because if someone you know has done it, they can, all of these records wind up combining in one big sort of blender of d- data and you can be tracked based on the people you know or you're related to or you've interacted with. And that is a totally it's different amazing. world. There's no way to control it under under those guidelines. We are we have created one of the greatest things man has ever created and one of the most dangerous things man has ever created. There would be no Jews left. None. Today, if Hitler had the stuff that we have today. Glenn Beck. The